uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs> Welcome to Wonderland, and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's dreamlike and reality-shifting community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish to Bellingham, west past Point Grey, and then dipping south across the Salish Sea. To all the ships at sea and anyone else listening out on the water. And our signal heads east past Langley deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. Tulsa subscribers can tune in to CITR on their television sets by tuning in to Channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. The Exploding Head Movie Show page there contains track listings as downloads for this episode once this live broadcast is over, along with past ones 
including not only what I did last week as part of 24 Hours of Radio Art, but something designed to air. Didn't make it because <laughs> my timelines for things missed a cutoff point, but it will air at a later time when things can get noisy here at the station. But yes, Exploding in Movies is, is available as a podcast via Apple Music on a link there. You can also find the podcast on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaving, and Stitcher. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be your colorful pill dispenser for the next two hours, so check your vials for blue and red ones. You should have received your complimentary newly regulatory lack of spoons in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, just leave your cutlery on the porch, and we'll arrange pickup. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. That spells UBC. C-I-T-R, if you're savvy with your T9, or if you have a rotary dial, the letters have been there for ages. Just keep it short and sweet to the point. Reminder, if I'm talking on air, I can't pick up at the same time, too. I haven't had to pick up a phone since things have been reopening, and maybe I will remember how to do that. But at the very least, email always works. RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. Exploding him is on Facebook under its given name. You can also follow me on Twitter, at 100 Aaron on Instagram. It is myopic, man. So yeah, past couple weeks we've done some of the unusual type of episodes, like last week's 24 Hours of Radio Art. Bonus episode I mentioned, which is available for podcast listeners. Although if you're not on it, you can always go to the website, listen to it there. And then two weeks ago, tied to our weird 14th anniversary on air, a little bit more country, so this technically would be a more regular episode. Though, as always, with the loose definitions of the show, it operates rarely around regular and normal, but we'll sort of get back into how we usually do things here. And this week we'll profile music from the film series The Matrix, which came back in the last month or so, tied to the fourth film, The Matrix Resurrections. That film is scored by Johnny Klimek and Tom Tickfer, so we'll hear selections from that. But uh, we'll also go back to 1999 when the first film came out, the first part of a trilogy that some people weren't sure if it should have been a trilogy or not. I'm overdue on a proper rewatch of everything, but we'll listen to music by Don Davis, primarily from the first film. We'll have one cue from the second one. The Matrix ties into a little bit of what's happening in the background here. Kind of an extension of 24 Hours of Radio Art. We listened to Roland Kane of his 1977 debut, Simultan, as it started all quietly and then got all buzzy here. This piece is known as Matrix. Roland Kane was a German composer known for cybernetic music. So, not cyborg music. And in contrast to what we associate with electronic music, the idea with cybernetics is it's based on the feedback from the machines that you get that you compose as a result that way. So a little more human adaptive as opposed to sometimes as we have machines learning how to compose on the fly. Uh, Simultan was a triple LP and the full version of Matrix, which we will not hear tonight because it goes for 21 minutes. Well, he has shorter songs, but he also has longer songs, including the one of the last ones released when he was alive, 2009's 
a little electronic Milky Way of sound. And that piece is 14 hours long, which came out as a 16-CD box set through a Finnish label in 2017. Uh, we will save that for a time when I have that much time to talk <laughs> or listen to stuff and contextualize what's going on. Uh, I'll leave it as a listener listener exercise more than anything else. Kane died in Nuvi Pekala in the Netherlands back in 2011. And unfortunately, there's been more recent deaths in the music world that uh, I know we sort of touch upon, and it seems like there's a backlog of stuff to tackle with every week or so. Uh, but this one cuts a little close to home, as uh, there's sad news in the Vancouver music scene as the singer Megan McDonald passed away last weekend. So, How we started off the show was a song that she appeared on as part of a guest choir. We heard a project done by Mount Erie, done early in the singer's career, off of 2005's album, simply called Singers. We heard the song Do Not Be Afraid. And the concept behind the album Singers was that uh, Mount Erie, otherwise known as Phil Elverham, formerly of the microphones and originally out of the Anacortes Island here next to us in Washington State, it was based on the idea that the music was partly written, but it would be recorded impromptu by a choir of folks who had not heard the song before. So it's almost like those times as a kid that you'd sing around in a group, whether in a campfire or in a hall somewhere, as you first learn the song and understand what's repeating, then you get stronger in how you sing it. And the concept behind the entire album is based on that impromptu stuff. Um... That song definitely had Megan McDonald on it, credited. At some point, I was going to dig up the, uh-oh, it's morning time again, which seems to be a theme during this pandemic of sorts. But, yes, the news is still rather sudden. It also feels more personal, so a lot of things I will talk about don't usually cover what you usually hear in obituaries of, like, the when and how old and what the cause was, so... Could be partly shock, but also there's, most of the news is still kind of raw, both in timeliness and then how close it is. So there's a little bit of shock still with me about with what's going on here. So, But, I mean, part of it is also sort of like the continued grief that uh, this pandemic has caused us. Because a lot of us have been not been super close with friends or then other acquaintances or people part of the social circle. So... In this case, with a lot of music on the scene, um, the disconnection is there. So it's tough, but I'm grateful for those that were able to spend time with her towards the end of her life. It still feels too soon. So, But yeah, for these next few sets, we'll focus on music that features Megan McDonald and her voice and her songwriting. Uh, We'll start with one of the early groups that she was in called The Poison Dart, which is a trio of McDonald, along with Alex Mahan and Jay Arner. They only lasted for one album, but part of it is tied to the fact that another member joined they renamed. We're actually going to listen to a song by that subsequent afterwards here. And this harkens to a little bit more of a post-folk style, and you can hear McDonald's vocals here quite uh, prominently. Here's The Poison Dart. With all things said, must pass. You're now listening to Exploding Hit Movies here, live from the realms of Studio A of that radio station that tries to hold on to its loved ones closely. This is CITR, 101.9 FM, 
Hey, Vancouver.
So we started that with the Poison Dart off 2006's Get Hot. We heard All Things Said Must Pass. And that project eventually grew into what we heard before, International Falls, with the addition of Jeremy Bidnall. Off their only album, 2006's The Plateau, we heard Ghouls in Ghosts. It's one of those things I'm thankful that CITR actually has a copy of the CD for that since uh, that's one of the things that isn't existing on streaming, at least from where I can find it. And uh, at least there is one International Falls song out there, although it's an Imbrance cover off of a tribute album in 2008 called Wanna Be Your Friend. That act was also short-lived. There are some songs on the plateau that uh, kind of showed where Meg McDonald and Jay Arner were going to move to next. Some more electronic elements came out. And they later became the band Fine Mist, and that's the act behind me. This is the Blanket remix of their song Stop or Start, found on the 2011 remix compilation Night Sweats Part 1. As we hear, as opposed to this remix that Fine Mist did some quality super dance electropop, kind of feels like it was more natural to them, especially because Arner's production started heading more towards synthetic-based stuff. Uh, especially with his solo band. But uh, McDonald's vocals, as we're about to hear, are a huge part of it. She expresses love and heartbreak in many ways. And live, Fine Mist struck a chord with the audience to the point that uh, a fan club called Fan Mist would pop up at each show, sing along to all the songs that they knew. Muslim appearing on, yet again, a soul album, which is 2010's Public Domain. That's where you'll find the original version of Stop or Start. And uh, then this song. Here's Fine Mist with O. Wake.
One of my favorite songs that came out of the local scene in the past 10 years or so. The band is known as Cool. Although they realized that they needed to call themselves something else just to avoid easy jokes. So they became Cool TV, but most pressing is the album. It was just cool. Off their solo album, 2014's Paint, we heard the song Saffron. Something I shared ages ago when it came out as a more rhythmic side project of Apollo Ghosts. And that band is coming back later this spring with a new album, Pink Tiger, which I'll talk more about in the coming weeks. And one of the guest vocals on that track, both recorded and then live. And I think that was the last time I actually saw Herp sing live, Megan McDonald. So, Megan died in the morning of January 16th. Something shared amongst friends through social media. There was no formal announcement. I was pinged by mutual friends through all manners of connections, since along with music, animals were a big love of hers, so I know people close to her via dog agility and then horse riding. And there have been plenty of direct messages, or then at least with two people meeting up in a city park somewhere to sort through the grief. And yeah, as I mentioned before, I can't say how old she is. Don't know. At least, at least uh, she was a couple years younger than me. Um, and I know she's been dealing with a chronic condition that required regular hospital visits, but I'm not in a position to say accurately what it was, whether it took her away. But I just thought, like, as with a few other folks, it was just yet another trip to the hospital, but that's, uh, she didn't get to leave this time. So I know there's a lot of navigating through the tough times at the grief, especially now we have distant mourning and uh, pandemics definitely made us feel separated in many ways so hopefully we have the ability to stay strong reach out to folks keep her memory alive especially with her music and if you want to hear more from her well a lot of shows here on CITR have uh, paid uh, tribute in greater depth so if you want to hear more of Meg McDonald both in singing and in interview uh, I'll tell you at least about three shows that have aired since she left us far too soon. So Dunkin's Donuts, if you look up the episode from last Thursday, and it regularly airs at noon and 1 p.m. Noon to 1 p.m. here on CITR 101.9 FM. Uh, last week, he focused purely on her work, both recorded and then live sessions that uh, bands like Fine Mist have done, and then interviews as well. And uh, you can also tune into or look up last week's live from Thunderbird Radio Hell, which airs normally Thursdays 9 to 11 here. Uh, dug up three sessions featuring McDonald's, so along with Fine Mist. There was International Falls and the Poison Dart. And then earlier today on Parts Unknown, Chris Riffick got into that as well, too. So Soon, I'll be brave enough to listen to those episodes soon, just to hear her one more time and keep her voice alive. What well, we heard in the background. Maybe we'll just start that over again, since we just like to talk here. This is Maddie, otherwise the alias of Matthew Tavares. Founder and then former member of Bad Bad Not Good, and this is one of the tracks that uh, became part of a recent upload of unreleased music on a bandcamp conveniently called Archive, although with a K, not a CH. This track is 4-1 Edo Crazy Talk. Most recent new music, at least from Maddie, is 2020's Visions. He collaborated with Leland Whitty, who is still a collaborator with Bad Bad Not Good, and uh, at this time, I won't get into the current contentions between Tavares and his former band. Doesn't feel appropriate at this time, but just be aware it's there. But at least music is being made. 
My name is Gak. This is Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR. And uh, I'll touch upon at least two other recent deaths in the music world. And yes, as noted, there's plenty of catch-up for me since there are other artists that do require some commemoration as well, too. So I will remain your designated mourner in many ways. And again, this is how music stays alive. So, of course, we're going to get noisier here as we head to Sydney, Australia with the act Severed Heads. One of those great industrial acts, although it had a wilder name when they formed in 1979 called Mr. and Mrs. No Smoking Sign. And it was formed by Richard Fielding and Andrew Wright. Eventually joining them was the main person who kept the severed heads flag flying all this time, which is Tom Ellard. And uh, it was actually when Wright left when they renamed themselves to the heads, as it were. In 1981, Fielding also left, so it was Ellard. And for a span of time there, he's joined by colleagues like Paul Deering, Stephen Jones, and Gary Bradbury. And Bradbury also appeared in acts like, and they all had great names, The Wet Taxis, Hiroshima Chair, and Sanity Claws. And he also did his own solo work. Bradbury's death was announced earlier this month. No cause of death was announced. And appropriate for the information so far today. Uh, he was either 61 or 62 years old, so unconfirmed exactly what it is. As it were, anyways. Anyways, uh, we'll go to the last album that Bradbury appeared on with the Severed Heads, with one of those song titles that meshes nicely with the show, along with the band. So next up here on Exploding Head Movies, it's Severed Heads, with now an explosive new movie.
The Aboriginal Frontier Society is a culturally safe, peer-designed, non-judgmental place for Aboriginal peoples, their friends and their family in the downtown Eastside. It's an accessible space where Aboriginal folks can experience, learn and participate in traditional Aboriginal culture, teachings and ceremonies as part of their healing journey through life. Right now, they're accepting donations of food and warm clothing, which are needed more than ever as residents of the downtown Eastside face the challenges of COVID-19 and winter weather. If you're able to help, you can drop your donation off at 384 Main Street on weekdays between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. That is 384 Main Street. To learn more about the Aboriginal Frontier Society and other ways that you can support their work, please visit abfrontdoor.org.
Out of Sweden, we heard the Viagra Boys off their most recent album, 2021's Welfare Jazz. That instrumental piece was Six Shooter. Known for their ribald punk performances along with the sax there. Um, that track opted for something more instrumental just to show that they can play. I mean, it was readily always apparent with their music, but vocally, it always feels almost... Uh, Kind of satirical punk in a way, but it's good to see the chops and performance there. But we also highlighted that track because that was one of the last ones that, uh, up until recently, the lead guitarist Benjamin Valley played on. He co founded Viagra Boys, although he left the band in 2020. But some recordings that he did did make it onto the album. It wasn't specified why he had left. Similarly, when specified how he died last October at the age of 47. Valley was also a member of the act's Pig Eyes and the metal band Nine. And yeah, you heard his guitar there. So. And behind me, this is light blending in from last year's The Prettiest Flowers Have the Sharpest Thorns. This is Conquering Fears. My name is Gak. You are listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM. Seems like the pandemic still is touching us in many a way. At this point, the Omicron variant, everyone says it's plateauing. It still feels like it's so widely out there as our hospitalizations here in BC are sky high. I'm still sort of weirded out being inside places that aren't my house or anything that's well ventilated that way. But we soldier on. And some of the hopes that we have for 2022 of the idea of normalcy have been impacted in a way. To the point that, like a lot of folks, we're hoping that we could travel, go to shows and concerts. But yeah, at this point... I've been hoping to share some acts that were scheduled to play in town this week, but at this point, the late cancellations of many a concert is underway. So L.A. Witch was supposed to play at the Rickshaw Theater, and at this point, the Rickshaw Theater is just showing a lot of cancellations for other shows and some tickets that I have for things coming up in February, March, and April. I'm starting to wonder what's going on. Uh, They Might Be Giants have indicated that they're canceling a lot of their 2022 plans, and they're going to focus on touring more a little bit regionally to allow for a little bit more wiggle room. And in recent news here in Vancouver, the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival announced it was postponing most of its show. Some of the bigger ones will proceed, but we'll see exactly what will actually transpire and when. And originally, this next act was scheduled to play this Saturday, January 29th at the Commodore, but overnight it was announced that the show is now scheduled for June 16th. It's Charlotte Cardin, a Montreal singer-songwriter. and She started off as a model at age 15, but a uh, musician through and through, and you can hear the pop and electro and jazz influences here. It hasn't been stated outright, but I believe if you have tickets for that show already, they should be honored for the new date. And it's similar for the folks in Victoria, B.C., in case they're listening somehow, in that the January 28th show is now moved to June 15th at the Capitol Ballroom at 8.58 Yates. Cardan's debut album was last year's Phoenix and that is where you'll find this song. Originally a single from 2020, this is Charlotte Cardin with Passive Aggressive. Hallelujah, baby. When all 
Radio show is brewed fresh and served fresh at the peak of its flavor. If you're a tough customer, only the taste of this radio show will do. So go ahead, let Dunkin' Donuts make your radio experience exquisite. Indeed. <laughs> Dunkin's Donuts serving sweet treats from the pop underground. Thursdays, noon to one. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
pleasant surprise from the past few days. New music from a new act out of Toronto called Plum. And that is the title track to a new little four-song release. Pull Back the Sky. Plum, Like the Fruit, is a project by Olivia Feathersnoff and Mike Pereira. And you might know Feathersnoff from the act Fanshawe big part of the Vancouver scene oh so many years ago to the point uh, that uh, Fanshawe won Shindig back in 2008 prior to Fanshawe Feather Snowhop was part of the choir practice most recently part of a band called Midge but what I'm hearing so far with Plum sounds lovely quality synth pop there definitely harking back to the mid 80s see when Jojo Maroder was on the phone or something like that We'll definitely share more music off of that album. Definite early highlights of 2022 already. Since I mentioned Shindig, normally this would be the time of year where we'd be holding the CITR battle of the bands. But in light of what's going on in the world, it is postponed. It's, at this point, we're not saying it's canceled outright, but we'll keep the options on the table here, but not appropriate to do it right now, sadly. We gotta stay safe. Try to keep this very infectious variant at bay. In the background, we have new music here from Suichi Terada. This is his first release in about seven years' time. Off of the new album, Asakusa Light. This is Double Spire. And Terada is a composer best known for his work with the video game series Ape Escape. He's been making music since 1989. Definitely has a little bit of that city pop feel along with the little vapor wave. Smooth times. Quality music. That sounds like this is how you test your stereo equipment. And yet here I am, talking all over it. Anyways, we'll head over to Berlin next with Boys Noise, alias of Alexander Ridha. German-Iraqi electronic musician, record producer, and DJ. And he's got his own new album out now, too. Simply known as Plus Minus. And this gives us a little bit of techno to at least get us prepared for once we get into the Matrix. Although, surprise, we still have a bunch of other songs to get to on our way there, but hopefully we'll start setting the table, as it were. Of a Plus Minus, this will be Boys Noise with D-Tune.
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Thank you. 
One day I'll get my gear updated to actually properly mix as opposed to react quickly to, oh, that ended, I gotta play this thing, and hopefully it's at the same time. Anyways, new music from Jay Lynn out of Gary, Indiana. It's a title track to a new EP out through the Planet Moon label called Embryo. Jay Lynn, short for Gerilyn Patton. And along with the most recent album, 2018's autobiography. With Embryo. You can hear that excellent Midwest techno music at play here. Then if we head over to London, this ties into what's behind me here. This is Hannah Holland from her debut album, 2021's Tectonic. This is STHLDN, South London. And in an interview with Music Tech, the website, along with being a DJ and film composer, Hannah Holland actually made her music in a shipping container. So... Lovely stuff. This is something I've been definitely wanting to share for quite some time. And thankfully, it'll fit into what we'll do once we get into our profile on music from The Matrix. My name is Gak. The name of this show is Exploding Hemis. It is broadcasting live right now on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. As well as Telesoptic 7023 for those of you on your television sets. As well as streaming live www.citr.ca. If you miss anything live, it's available as a podcast. You can catch track listings at that website. And uh, up next, we're going to head to Australia with the mysterious producer. Records under the alias of Sewer Slut, although the U is turned into a V. And this ties into a little bit of a revival of sorts of jungle music of the mid to late 90s although it had existed for quite some time in the UK scene preceding grime but modern jungle plays with the conventions a bit there's a little bit more of a structure at place with lyrics but they're almost a little bit sad not quite emo but at the very least emotional in a way that jungle primarily was driven by rhythm to do it so it's it's an interesting juxtaposition. There's a few acts that have been playing with that and been looking into it. We'll dig up more tracks for it, but at least we have Sewer Slut here. Off of last year's We Had Good Times Together, don't forget that. This will be self-destruction worldwide broadcast here on Exploding Movies, CITR, Vancouver.
Looking to get a reliable and affordable used bike? Need a repair or service to your current ride? Come to the Bike Kitchen, UBC's full-service community bike shop, located in room 36 of the UBC Life Building. Our hours are Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. If you buy a bike from us, bring it back when you're done using it and we'll give you half of your money back as long as you took care of it. If it needs repairs, we'll split the cost with you. Yep, you heard us right. We'll give you crisp dollar bills for half the original price of any used bike that you buy from us, minus the cost of repairs. For more information about our buyback policy and to stay up to date on any COVID-19 inspired changes, find us online at thebikekitchen.com. Yeah. 
Out of Edmonton, that was Pseudo Antigon. Off of the 2021 release, Into the Void of Infinite Sadness, we heard everything you made me do. Pseudo Antigon is the alias of Simone A. Medina Polo, a mestizo trans woman who uh, is an interdisciplinary artist who also was a member of the band General Fractals. Get that plural. General. General. Oh, dear. Generic fractals. All the E's in generic are threes. All the A's in fractals are fours. Mestizo, if you haven't heard that term before, is a heritage that's based on both European and indigenous American. So, awesome stuff. I've been hoping to play that song for quite some time. Fits into what we're doing here in light of what we've discovered over the years about The Matrix, along with its multiple themes tied to philosophy, reality, and simulations. But it's also based on the idea of transitions. So, awesome stuff there. In the background, out of Milan, Italy, this is Caterina Barbieri, off of the 2020 compilation Noctuary, early synthesis works, where the composer focuses on purely analog instrumentation, like the other synthesizers that she uses, despite being trained on classical guitar. This track is Volegiando which is Italian for flying. This type of music is so soothing to me. It feels like heaven. I need to dig up more stuff like this. Or then, who knows, assemble my own motley bank of synthesizers and other tone generators. Anyways, enough about me. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming both this week and last week, since I didn't tackle this during 24 Hours of Radio Art. So a good many of these are definitely out already, either in your local favorite record store, or where you get your music online. And yes, this list comes primarily from Soundtrack.net. As the other website I rely on right now, they're looking a little bit deeper into February. So we'll go from there. As new releases go, the TV special Annal, the TV special Annie Live. That soundtrack's coming out through Sony Masterworks. Jeff Barrow and Ben Salisbury are back, and they do the score to the Netflix series Archive 81. That's out through Lakeshore Records, and of course, through their own Ivada label. Chloe Trevenin, sorry, Thevenin, does the music to Arthur Rambo. That's out through Milan Records. The latest version of Batman, simply known as The Batman, there's a single of Michael Giacchino's theme out through Water Tower Music. At some point, we need to do some Batman again. Volume 1 of the music from The Book of Boba Fett, covering chapters 1 through 4, scored by, or at least the themes are by Ludwig Göransson. The score is done by Joseph Shirley, which is one of those names that I keep forgetting to share, and there it is. That's coming out. For, yes, that is coming out. I lost what date this is. This may already be out through Walt Disney Records. Fraggle Rock. Back to the Rock. The Apple Plus TV series is around, and its soundtrack is coming through Lakeshore Records, including a Dave Grohl Foo Fighters version of the main theme. Then, what else do we have? Joseph Bashara's music from The Free Fall coming out through Void Recordings. The original score to The Harder They Fall coming out through Rock Nation Records. It's scored by James Samuel. And that's something that is on the shortlist for the Oscars. I think that's the last one that got a release, so 
I could possibly be prepared in a couple weeks once the nominations are announced. Mark Mothersbaugh did the latest Hotel Transylvania called Transformania. through Sony Classical. TV series The House, scored by Gustavo Santoyolaja, that's some other amazing music publishing. Isabel Waller-Bridge, sister of Phoebe, did the music to Munich, The Edge of War, that's coming out through Milan Records. Min Hei did the music to the Chinese film Railway Heroes, that's coming out through Plaza Mayor. Brian Tyler and Breton Vivian did the score to Redeeming Love, that's coming out through Milan. Zach Robinson's score to Shelter in Place is coming out through Plaza Mayor. Dan Romer did the score to the miniseries Station Eleven, that's coming out through Paramount Music. At long last, the soundtrack to Questlove's documentary Summer of Soul, or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised, is coming out through Legacy Recordings. Carter Burwell's score to The Tragedy of Macbeth is coming out through Milan. That actually is another one that's on the shortlist for the Oscars. That is also something I've been waiting for. That we may prepare once the nominations are announced. Then we have Benita Desai and Tom Robinson's score to The Wall, Climb for Gold. That's coming out through BMG Records. And then the TV series Wolf Like Me, scored by Piers Burbrook Devere, is coming out through Lakeshore Records. On the re-release front, we'll just speed through those because I am running out of music here. Not only is there a remastered version of 48 Hours, there's an expanded version of another 48 Hours, both done by James Horner, coming out through Entrada Records. And there are limited editions of the scores to Blind Massage and The Shadow Play by Jonas Kolstrup and the late Johan Johansson coming out through Soundtrack Magazine. That label is also putting out Hidden Man by Nicholas Herrera. Then there are soundtracks to Utah, The Kid Stays in the Picture, La Vie en Rose, Matawan, Season 3 of Servant, and a remastered version of To e Morta, La Luna. Those are some of merely some of the anticipated releases for this week. All right, up next, well, Tanya Zagak's new album, Tongues, finally came out over the weekend. Definitely still in the powerful Inukt Throat Singers wheelhouse. And it features production here by Saul Williams and Gonja Sufi. And every song I've heard off this album so far packs a punch. Definitely speaking for what the indigenous First Nations experience has been like. And this song, this song cuts the chase about what happened to languages in light of what colonizers and settlers did. So here's Tanya Tagak with the title track to Tongues. Didn't. 
The original version of that killer song appeared on Jefferson Airplane's 1967 album, Surrealistic Pillow, but we went back to 1985. This L.A. act was originally known as the Alley Cats, but when we recorded this, they were known as the Zarkons. Of 1985's Riders in the Long Black Parade, we heard White Rabbit. The Jefferson Airplane version was used in trailers for The Matrix Resurrection, since it ties into the themes of Alice in Wonderland and what one pill does versus another. So, we will slowly get into The Matrix here as we listen to a little bit of a a dot matrix printer behind me. This is the Montreal duo The User, and off of 2002's Symphony No. 2 for Dot Matrix Printers. This track is titled, with the punctuation marks made to hear what we're listening to right now. And it's three vertical pipes. Duo of architect Thomas McIntosh and composer Emmanuel Madan. So, But before we get into that, The Matrix... Let's listen to DJ Tay here. He's a Chicago Juke Footwork producer. Off of the 2018 album Still Trippin'. Some extra X's in this word here. That's right. We're going to listen to The Matrix.
It is Monday. From 1 to 3 p.m. Who is this guy? Does he have a name? Does anybody know where he's from? From Parts Unknown. My name's Chris Horrific. I always wanted his character to be bigger than life. Ladies and gentlemen, it is without question the greatest sports and entertainment event of all time. Be a part of it. Monday. From 1 to 3 p.m. The Parts Unknown Show on 101.9 CITR. Sometimes cosmoses collide. Break your fingers. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
The Propeller Heads with one of the key songs that they had during the big beat days of the late 90s. Off of a self-titled single in 1997, we heard a little bit of Spy Break. Propeller Heads were a duo, basically an organist and drummer, Quill Whites and Alex Gifford, known for their remix slash cover of Honor Majesty's Secret Service. They also did a little bit of James Bond soundtrack work. Even worked with Dame Shirley Bassey on a song. But Spy Break was one of the cues used in one of the epic scenes from the 1990 film, 1999 film The Matrix. In the background, this is Nick Rain conducting the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra with Anything is Possible from The Matrix. Directed by the Wachowski siblings, now Lana and Lily, starring Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Lawrence Fishburne, Hugo Weaving, and Joe Pantoliano. Based in a future 21st century Earth, where machines have taken over and humans are batteries, and they're all plugged into a virtual reality system. So, dystopic, mixing cyberpunk with anime and martial arts. The latter of which mixed into something known as wire foo, and at this point has become a cliche, but at the time was revolutionary, as actors and stunt people worked to almost defy gravity in a new fighting style. Also brought some other tricks like bullet time, as newer camera technology allowed us to move a camera fast to simulate movement slowed down. The score to The Matrix was done by Don Davis, who picked up the trumpet and piano at the age of nine, started writing music when he was 12, did a composition and arranging of orchestral charts for Anaheim, California jazz ensembles before studying composition at UCLA. And he provided a lot of strings there along with a mirror motif. Because joining the propellers on the soundtrack were other acts like Ministry, Meat Beat, Manifesto, The Prodigy, Ramstein, Rage Against the Machine. Definitely fitting into a 90s hard edge theme with techno rock and dance. But as we'll hear, the, the mirror motif describing the idea of passages between real life and dreams manifests itself early on as various themes would repeat itself and things would change. The cues for what we'll hear here come off a deluxe edition of the Matrix soundtrack that came out with the rest of Sarah Band. And uh, there was actually a recent repressing of the original soundtrack onto vinyl. So that's worth hunting down if you haven't heard it in a while. From The Matrix, here's Don Davis, and we begin with Neo on the Edge.
From his score to The Matrix, we heard Don Davis. First off with Neo on the edge. Then we heard a little bit of the percussion come with the Bow Whisk Orchestra before it became full-on taika drums with Domo Showdown. The strings came back for Switch or Break Show. And then we sort of closed the percussion off with the track Mix the Art. And behind me, from the 2003 sequel, The Matrix Reloaded. This is Don Davis along with Juno Reactor doing a little bit of remixing here. This is Mona Lisa Overdrive, Q used during one of the best action sequences in the series. And that is on the interstate. Motorbikes and things crashing around. After the success of the original Matrix, combining all the philosophical arguments that placed along with the action, along with the cool style, everyone dressed in black. Back-to-back -back sequels, Reloaded and Revolutions were filmed. And while the reputation of the first one pretty much stands on its own, uh, the various adjuncts that were added since there's a lot of things going on with the big circus tent of ideas there. So now you have underground raves and uh, new characters that were a little bit underdeveloped and then a whole bunch of exposition dumps. The reputation of the second two films have been hit a bit. And for a while there, we thought that that was all the Matrix we were going to get. I mean, there were two additional series made 
along with uh, several video games, other stuff that went to direct-to-video, magazines and comics. And for a time there, yeah, Warner Brothers would check in with the Wachowski siblings just to see if they had any ideas for a story. And for the most part, they didn't have anything on that front. Of course, as the Wachowskis went through a transition to become women, the themes about minority classes and transformation became also part of the subtext, too, of the film series. And Don Davis did the scores to those films as well, too. Weirdly enough, I have to bring this up just because it's one of those random things in the midst of researching thing. Don Davis hasn't really done much music since 2017's Tokyo Ghoul and 2018's Beyond the Sky. He's done some orchestration for Pixar films like Cars 3 and a couple Toy Stories. He's done his own opera, a political one called Rio de Sangre, which debuted in Florence, Italy in 2010, but he splits his time between Southern California and British Columbia. And he's married to another person named Megan McDonald. So, different than the one that we eulogized at the top of the show. But Lana Wachowski, in the midst of processing some grief after losing her parents and then a close friend, came up with a story that continued the story of Neo and Trinity and the world of the Matrix. And that's where we get 2021's The Matrix Resurrection. And Keanu and Carrie Ann came back, as did Jada Pinkett Smith and Lambert Wilson. And the new actors like Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, Jessica Henwick, Jonathan Groff, Neil Patrick Harris, and Priyanka Shopper Jonas joined in as it's 60 years later after Revolutions and uh, Neo returns although back as the cotton the machine person Thomas Anderson who's working at a video game company where he created a game called The Matrix and again he has to deal with reality versus dreams about what is real so for this score Johnny Klimek and Tom Tickwer took over and they've worked with uh, Lana Wachowski in the past on films like Cloud Atlas and the TV series Sense8. And both have worked on many German productions because Tickwer is also a director and writer. And we know him for his work from Lun Run Lola Run and a recent TV series I like, which is Babylon Berlin, which we profiled back in Exploding Head Movies episode 479 from 2019. Both used Don Davis's cues from the original trilogy with coming up with their own. And we're listening to a few of those cues now. We still have a bit of time. Here's Johnny Klimek and Tom Tickwer starting off with I Fly or I Fall from The Matrix Resurrections.
So from their score to the Matrix Resurrections, we're Johnny Klimek and Tom Tickwer. First off with I Fly or I Fall. Then we heard Skyscrape. And in the background, this was the lead single to the soundtrack, which is their Exomorph remix of the Neo and Trinity theme. The Matrix Resurrections debuted both in theaters and on streaming right before Christmas. It's had a mixed response so far as the action's been dialed back, but I found some folks who did catch it and picking up on the ideas of grief and reconnecting in the comfort of these characters again. Alana Wachowski indicated that after the death of her parents, that it felt appropriate to come back to two characters that uh, she knew and loved. Her sibling, Lily, gave her blessing to do the film and worked with, and she worked with uh, her Sensei co-writers. Lily is still processing her grief in that uh, she stepped away from the, music, or the film industry right now and is actually working on painting. And based on the ending of Matrix Resurrections, there's always a possibility that they return both to the world together. Johnny Klimek and Tom Tickwer are working on season four of Babylon Berlin. Since Tickwer is the co-creator, primary writer, director of that, and perhaps we'll see something later this year. That's it for Exploding Emmys for this week. Coming up shortly, it is yet again the live return of the jazz show with Gavin Walker. Since he wasn't here last week because of 24 Hours of Radio Art. But he's back to guide you till around midnight or so. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your foggy Monday evening. Next Monday, well, more eulogies are in the cards since we lost recently the great actor and director Sidney Poitier. Also, the songwriter Marilyn Bergman. So there is some overlap between the two. I'll try to see if I can connect things together in a way that is under two hours. We'll figure it out. Otherwise, two weeks from now, it's fun drive time again, which is CITR's annual fundraiser. So start collecting your quarters if you have your half dollars around. Then right afterwards, we're in Oscar season. We've got six weeks of nomination profiles and, of course, winners. So brace yourselves. We'll be flying on the seat of our pants for a little bit of time here. We'll close with some Dizzy Gillespie here. We're going to go back to 1970s album, The Real Thing. Joining him are George Davis on guitar, Mike Longo on piano, Phil Upchurch on electric bass, David Lee on drums. And this album also features James Moody on a couple tracks on tenor sax, but not this one. So the tease is there that the album says his name. You ain't going to hear him here. Here's Dizzy Gillespie with, appropriately enough, Matrix. You have been listening to Exploding A Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic. And based on the weather I see right now, I will be walking out into a fine mist. See ya. <laughs>